You're listening to a Vancouver podcast by Colton and Jocelyn. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver, living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing, about something, about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, what's happening in the world, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back, listen up, and get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. Hey, what's up? <laughs> this is Colton. Hi, this is Jesslyn. And this is our To Be Confirmed podcast, episode two. We are tinkling with the, the name Cool Red, mostly because we've been eating Cool Ranch. Which is like one of the most amazing flavors that Doritos has ever released. Really? It's cool, it's fucking ranchy. <laughs> Cool Ranch. Ranch was the shit back in the 90s, actually. Like, Cool Ranch Corn Nuts. Oh, damn! <laughs> yeah, you just, like, suck it. Yeah. And then you'd be like, well, the rest of it sucks. What is this? Corn? Gross. <laughs> corn nuts. Is it a corn? Is it a nut? Yeah. I think Ranch was definitely a popular flavor for me back when I was a kid. Back in my... Back in the olden days. Back in the good old days. Yeah. I swear to God, the 90s was probably, like, the best era. But, like, I think us growing up, we had the advantage of experiencing life before the internet. Yeah, which is amazing. The generation or the kids after us, they don't have that. I agree. And I think it's a really sad thing that, that kids like nowadays, they don't know what it's like to play outside. Yeah, they don't know what a disc man is <laughs> that doesn't have any sort of shock absorption. <laughs> Skipping. Oh, we're Can talking you about imagine? that. Skipping CDs. They're like, oh, what's that mean? What's that? Uh, is that like an mp3 you didn't have a disman back then kids don't even know what mp3s are probably probably not now it's yeah. like just streaming audio <laughs> Ugh, so sad you kids they'll never know what it's like to make a mixtape yeah they'll never know also because <laughs> we didn't download what it's like to listen to zen 95 top yeah. six at six and wait for that perfect time I know, record pause play record, record pause. <laughs> uh, no commercials no voiceover <laughs> i know uh, yeah, that was pretty amazing. And also, like, back when there wasn't high-speed internet, having, like, a dial-up modem. Oh, gosh. And then, like, waiting 30 minutes for one song to download. Oh, my gosh. Or downloading a picture so you can print it <laughs> later of the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. they'll never experience that. But also, on top of that dial-up, you could not have your phone running. Yeah, you couldn't. With the internet. So it'd always be busy. <laughs> Boy, is your mom pissed. Yeah. She definitely lost her shit at me, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, I didn't have internet until I was in grade 12 anyway. Oh, shit, really? We didn't have dial-up. We tried to, like, hook up to AOL. Yeah. But my mom, like, opposed it all. <laughs> like, no, we're not having this. But you get 30 free days or something like you that. You do. We got the CD yeah. and everything. Yeah. Yeah, they are harsh, like, sending it to you, like, every month. I remember the first time I went on AOL, and I was like... This is magic. Were you ASL? Wait, what is ASL? <laughs> Asex <Asexual> location. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Cheryl got, like, my sister got really obsessed. Like, obsessed. She'd, I'd come downstairs at 3 o'clock in the morning because I can hear it. Click, 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 click. <laughs> and she's, like, on there, like, ASL. So, like, 4 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Meeting all these people. Did she ever meet anybody off? No, I don't think so. This is, like, MSN groups. So oh, they'd be, shit. like, by age or by, like, right. hobbies or whatever. Yeah. Who knows? Actually, she might have. She had her own car. She totally did then. Oh my gosh. I, I used to meet people all the time, Mom. <gasps> and like a teenager? You think, yeah, I think, you know what, like, the saying where, like, teenagers think they know everything when they really don't. I think I was definitely one of those teenagers who thought I knew everything. <gasps> you could have been on the news. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Like, the amount Body of times I think ditch. about it. Yeah. I never did that shit. It was so gross. It's safe. 
you're, you're safer that way. I'm <laughs> way safer. Like, like you want to know what? My age, my sex, and my location? Yeah, totally. It's like, my joke business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why have a Backstreet Boys in this chat room? It's like, gotta go see it by the bell song. <laughs> California Dreams, the yeah. favorite show. Peace. Exactly. Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, this doesn't relate to the young kids. No, it doesn't. This, this is totally like our generation talk right now. Oh my Which god. I don't care for the kids anyway. So what are we sipping on today? Oh, we're drinking some Connoisseur Bicicleta. Oh, shit. Uh, what I like about this wine, oh, it's Chilean. It's uh, organic. Oh, snap. And the second thing is it's inexpensive. <laughs> you can't go wrong We're there. looking at under $20. Snap. My definite price range for wine is like $15. That's what I go for. You can't go wrong for $2. I know. Unless you do like the Australian Hardee's, which is around ten dollars, still delicious. I know. Sometimes you can't really use price as like a judge judging factor on whether the wine's gonna. Be oh, good. watch this Vox video. I don't know why I'm writing it down. Because <laughs> um, they do a taste test, yeah. of, like really expensive wines versus like the ones you buy at the liquor store for yeah. like eight dollars. Yeah. People can't tell the difference until they tell them the price, and they're like, "Hmm, I think this one." Oh, like yeah, did. of course, yeah. Tastes a little bit better. They have no fucking Were they like sommeliers or were they just like... No, they're just like regular people. Yeah. They don't have experience. By the end of the, your second class or yeah. third class, you don't do shit. <laughs> totally. Well, let's let's cheers to mid-price wine. Woo! <laughs> cheers! So on that note, cool let's, let's go on to like one of our first topics. Well... So, Jess... Yeah. You just got back from New York. Uh-huh, I did. I love New York. <laughs> so we were kind of talking about this before, but... I told I told you that we should save for the podcast. I, did. Which I think I did it's really good. Everything. One of the first things that you told me about was New York just has such a community vibe compared to Vancouver. Okay, I don't want to be the biggest hater, and I know we save our beef to the end, <laughs> but let's put our beef right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's a totally community vibe. People want to support each other. Yeah, they're there to support each other. Like if you have a restaurant in the community we stayed in Williamsburg. Yeah. So the people um, like our friends who live there. They had their places that they supported. And if there was something new, like a new coffee shop yeah. my friend took me to, they just opened. Yeah. We went there. And then we went there the second day. And she's like, maybe I'll come here again tomorrow. Yeah. She was just open to being there. Yeah. Even when we were like walking through Soho, we just like stumbled upon this art exhibit. We went, mm-hmm. uh, no offense to Coleman, but he had them judgy eyes. This guy who, it was like one section was a comic exhibit. Okay. And it was just these people who had created these characters or created these comic books. And some of them were kind of, like, weird. Um, well, it's art, right? It is art. And it's it's ambiguous. It's, yeah. like, totally up for um, their own dissection or mm-hmm. your own. Mm-hmm. But this was kind of strange. So it wasn't, like, human-based. It wasn't alien. It was science fiction in a way that he's created these characters that evolve just by being. Cohen's just like, ugh, his eyes were like stuck looking at the ceiling. And I was intrigued because his whole thing was he had put all these characters on the wall and you can go and pick any character. He'll read the back or read this character and he'll tell you a little bit about it. Yeah. And inside that envelope was how that character transformed. Got it. So all he wanted to do is like talk to you, sign a few shit, and then share this story. And yeah. it was about this these characters, these they weren't all characters, some of them were plants that <laughs> existed in this island that is not real. It's like okay. make believe. Okay. And then something happens where like an asteroid hit it and then transformed all these things, now changing the island and changing everything right. and everyone or characters that lived on that island. 
That's cool. It is cool. So I listened to him. He drew a crowd and he was so animated. Like, just leave. And I'm like, okay, I want that character from the very top. Yeah. And I want this postcard because I think it looks like what's those weird clams with the really long tongue? Gooey duck. Gooey duck. Yeah. So I wanted that one. I was like, oh, let's go. And I got him to sign it. And I was really into it. And I was like, I want to go to the other ones, all this other stuff. But that was the whole thing. So there wasn't a story. Yeah. It was, it was just, just very like, interactive, though. It was interactive. And it was just like these characters. Yes. Yeah. But people were there and just like eating the shit up. Totally. And then you go to another it's one. Different. And it's like, it's fun. It's interesting. If right? Vancouver had something like that, yeah. like, can you just imagine there actually isn't a storyline? Yeah. It's just this island that doesn't really have like any real origin. Yeah. So if Vancouver had a exhibit of these make-believe comics yeah do you think people would show up i think so no I one just, would I be just... rolling their eyes they'd show up and be like okay <laughs> this guy's like a psycho no way like have you been to like the east side culture crawl and like oh yeah Hedge fest and all this stuff i mean there's definitely a crowd that is really drawn to that yeah but i don't think the it's crowd a very is... small it's a small group, group of, people. of people definitely like i said vancouver's still a really young city so it's still establishing that no, I get that. And that small group of people eventually grow into like a large group. But I think right now, only a small group of people would attend that kind of show. Does that make sense? No, I, I understand that. That's like 20 people maybe I know that would go. Yeah. The, the culture crawl like three years ago was like 20 people. Yeah. But I don't think we as a community has that support. I think we're too like judgy or for some reason we feel like we've already made it somehow. We're at some yeah. sort of like level that we can look down Like we're on. better than that. Yeah, we're better than that. I think we're just like too judgy. Sure, we look so friendly yeah. and like off the bat we're like maybe the most friendly. Yeah. You don't want to be friends with us. You don't end up being friends with people who are from here if you're not from here. Does that make sense? Ish. Like if you're not from here, it's going to be harder for you to make friends here. I think Vancouver does have a really bad reputation for being really, really cliquey and yeah. hard to meet people. So I get where you're coming from in that sense. I think you can meet people. I think it's easy to meet people. Yeah. But to build friendships, I think that's almost like non-existent. Okay, you're coming from someone who's like a single guy too. Like how hard or easy is it for you to just get out there and meet someone? It's not easy. Like I think because I grew up in Vancouver, I do have that sort of um, personality that makes me more afraid to reach out to people. Because I know how Vancouver people are. So it's hard to meet people. So like I'm constantly relying on... Like friends, I don't have a problem meeting friends. I have issues meeting people, dating people wise. Like for like dating material. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like I'm relying on like Bumble and Tinder to like meet, meet like potential dates. So you whereas... say it's like easy to meet friends. Yeah. But then opposed to... Why is that different? I don't still, know. like it new is. people. I think new... They're almost strangers. I think with friends, it's you're not... You don't really have anything to prove. Like, you know you share a common ground already. See, because Vancouver people are too judgy. They are. You already know that. No, I agree with you, for sure. Don't get so, me wrong. So, like, having an art show where you're gooey ducks galore <laughs> <laughs> that aren't gooey ducks. Yeah. They're, like, gooey ducks with arms. That's hard for, like, an artist to be out there, put themselves out there, knowing that's the kind of judgment they're going to get. Yeah. And I know that, like, Vancouver doesn't really have, like, a huge art scene, for sure. So, like, it's definitely, like, daunting. Okay, take the art aspect out of it. Okay. You're just putting yourself out there. You're a single guy. You're putting yourself out there almost every day. Right. But with almost this shield, because you know Vancouver people are fucking the judgiest. And they're fake about it, too, because they're going to be like, oh, hi, we're so nice to you. I love juice. I love juice. But in their head, they're like, oh, you're going to drink that juice again. And, oh, did you see your man bed? I don't know. I feel like it's really hard. It is hard. I think Vancouver has that mindset. Yeah. 
and that's what I'm saying about the community aspect. It's is easier that, to meet people in New York. Right? Oh, totally. And I, I don't even want to say it's a population thing because there's so many people there. There's so many different people. Obviously, it's easier for you to connect to somebody. I don't think it's that. Yeah. When um, Coleman was lost downtown um, or just lost in Vancouver all, or in, in New York, all yeah. he had to do was like pretend he looked lost, kind of just like spin around like this. And someone's like, hey, are you looking... Um, to go somewhere, do you need to find a subway? Yeah. Like, people are trying to help him. And then he's, like, showed me, like, when we are um, we got off the L train, he's like, oh, I don't know where to go next. And he just did this. Yeah. Like, kind of swayed his head from side to side. And the guy's like, hey, where, where are you going? He's like, oh, I want to go ahead down here to Madison Square Garden. Yeah. It's like, whoa, you're going the wrong way. You got to go this way. People are just so willing to help. Yeah. It's here, it's harder. Even someone who's like looking at a map, sometimes I'm just like, whoop. <laughs> I like arch my back so I don't have to touch them. It's like going your phone, pretend you're talking on the phone. Yeah, like I don't want to help. Like I, this is a tourist who's lost. Clearly I know that because he has that same yeah. Coleman look. I'm not like, whoop. Yeah. Like avoid him. Totally. Actually, you know what? That's very true because part, like when I see people doing that, like I want to be like, oh, hey, where are you going? Yeah. But then I'm scared that people are going to think that I'm like this creep that's just trying to like Yeah, because you're thinking about that that. judging shit in your head about being someone from Vancouver. Yeah, you have a point there. Yeah. I think that really sucks because... Exactly. It's so shitty. sucks. So I told Colvin, when we get back, I'm going to be so nice to people. Yeah. I'm going to fucking help them out. So it started happening. This girl's like, hey, can you help me out? Usually I'd be like, no. <laughs> and then I'd walk really fast. You really do that? I do that. I'm busy. Like, I'm, I got my headphones in. I'm not looking to interact with anyone. But do you say no because you think they're going to ask you for change? Or... I feel like they're going to ask me more than than directions. And I'm not there. And I don't have time. And I don't feel like I want to give them energy to say more than directions. I think time? It's... I'll give you the time. If that's it, if that's all you're asking, I'll give you the time. If somebody came up to me and, and said, can I, can you help me with something? I would think, okay, is it a crackhead asking for change? Yeah. Like that, that's what I would immediately think. Yeah. What kind of help are you looking for, sir? Yeah, exactly. What, you want change? I don't yeah. have change. Why is your arm bleeding? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, if they look like a normal tourist, then I'd be more inclined to help them. Yeah, inclined to help them, but do you help them? If they ask me for help, yes. If I saw you walking down the street... Or if I saw Colin walk down the street and he was like, hey, can you help me? I'd be like, sure. <laughs> but what kind of help do See, you want? See, judgy. You're friendly, <laughs> but inside you're judging. But I, yeah, I mean, you do it too though, right? No, I do it because yeah. I'm from here. I'm already like, it's an inbreded in me. These New York people, they don't know where we're from. We have a backpack on, my toques down low. Like <laughs> we look like maybe buns. I don't yeah. know. And they're like, hey, where are you going? Where do you need to be? So like, it's like, they don't, you don't have to ask. They would ask you first, right? Yeah. Like, they, they know you're it. troubled. They want to help you out. Yeah. Here we're like, oh, that guy's holding a map and he's holding it in every kind of way. That's, yeah. And no. then we're like, or like, oh, they're looking at the phone and they're like, which direction am I going? <laughs> yeah. And we're right? like, mm, gotta go. <laughs> Move my shoulder. You know what? Let, let's pinky swear. Okay. Whenever we see something that's lost, we'll make the first move to help them. Let's be more yeah. supportive, like you said. Yeah. When I, like I came that. back, I started doing that. Yeah. Um. And then I was on the bus the other day, and he was asking the bus driver, "Hey, what time is it?" Guy didn't answer. He's like, "Excuse me, sir, can you give me the time? My phone died." And he's like, "Didn't answer." And I could hear him in my phone. Usually, I'm just like, put the volume yeah. up. I'm just like enjoying myself. And I was like, "Hey, it's like 12:45." He's like, "Oh, thank you so much. Thank you." Cut. <laughs> That was it. Yeah. I, I helped that guy that day. Yeah. Did he start talking to you more? Uh, yeah, he started. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, it's cool. 
<laughs> but I don't want to be in those situations either. So it's totally. almost like easier just to shut it down. But like, I don't want to live in a community that way. Honestly, like, what's five minutes to spare for somebody, right? They just That's a whole talk. bus ride. Sometimes they stick. I know. See, judgy. I'm so nice. <laughs> so nice. Inside, I'm like, oh, they stink. They're fucking all up in my face. Gonna ask me for $2 after. That's why I'm like, I want to help people, but I feel like sometimes people, like, you, you give an inch, they take a mile. Especially here. I think our, the people who live on the streets, they've got Vancouver ingrained <laughs> in them. So this guy was outside of 7-Eleven. Coleman goes into, was going into 7-Eleven. Yeah. He's like, hey, can you help me with the meal and stuff? Like, she's like, okay, cool. Like, I'll see what I can get. Yeah. Goes in, gets him a sandwich. He's like, oh, I don't eat chicken. You don't eat fucking chicken? The woman <laughs> takes it away, went back inside. She's like, I need to return this. The guy outside doesn't eat chicken. Yeah. It's like, you can't be helping them out, man. Beggars yeah. can't be choosers. Oh, I vegan. Oh, I'm eat quinoa. It's like, reality check. You're homeless. Reality <laughs> <laughs> check. You're outside here. Yeah. Begging for totally. food. Is that bad for us to be like that, though? Like, to be upset? I don't know anymore. I just know that we lack that community. We lack that that empathy. But for good reason, I guess, too. Now we've just, like, become hard. But, like, how do we release ourselves from that? Like because how, how can you build a city? How can you build groups of people without that sense of community? So we're all this. We're all showy. Like, oh, I do this. I'm PR or something I don't know yeah, like everyone's yeah. showing off about something yeah we're not being real with ourselves and we're not building ourselves to be real with each other I think there's hope for humanity <laughs> in that sense optimist. but I think it just takes a lot of work to kind of train the mind to think differently it's so hard because we naturally think that way so how do you change groups of people it might start with art but then that's 20 people. Totally. But, you know, um, not to make this all political and everything, but that kind of ties into the whole racism. Okay. Right? And this day and age, racism should be abolished, right? I mean, we're much more intelligent. We've seen mm. the awful history that racism creates. Yeah. Yet, it still exists, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it started off with a small group of people that realized that racism is not okay. Yeah. And now look at it, right? It's like this, everybody understands it's being taught in school that... Racism is not acceptable. Okay, But sure. you're still going to have those pockets of people that don't understand how awful racism is. We're equal. Yeah. Like, you think, right? Like, I think that kind of ties into your whole, like, face value thing where you think everybody is non-prejudiced. They accept you for your color or your skin or I your sexuality. I think it's almost stupid to think that's abolished, though. Yeah. It's not, though. It's clearly not. It's but... not. And I, I think, if you think about it, the early 1900s, it was only the beginning of women... A women's movement. Oh, totally. You're only allowed to vote. This yeah. is like within the last hundred years. Yeah. We're still in like that premature stage. I don't know how long it's been since they've had slavery, but that's pretty recent too. Yeah. In the big scheme For of sure. um, like human existence. Yeah. So going back to that, thinking it should be abolished because we are so educated, you're still, the people who lived during the time of racism where there was segregation, they still exist. They're yeah. still alive. They've had children. Right. They've inbreded or like instilled those values into them. For sure. Who's now having children. Yeah. Who's now have children who are like, Maybe in their generations 20s. and generations. Exactly. Generations. So we have the education, but this is what they're growing up in. Yeah. So look at the South, North Carolina, South yeah. Carolina, Mississippi, all that. But what I don't get is Canadians. <laughs> we're like 125 years old. Within we're such our, a young generation. We're so young. It was like in the early stages of Canada being a country, we've allowed women to vote already. Yeah. 
So we've already set a flat platform yeah. of like women's thoughts, their values. They matter yeah. as much as men's For values. Sure. Definitely. So we can all vote. Yeah. So we're early on. So I don't get the racism in that. There's, like you said, I think it's kind of ridiculous to think that like racism doesn't exist. Yeah. In, no matter like how young you are or how modern civilization you are you know what i mean i think as long as there are people in the world that still believe in racism and action racism that it's going to exist it, yeah i totally agree with you it may not be to the extremes that it was in history but it's still going to exist maybe like humans are ingrained with racism so this whole issue with like what was it western ontario university or whatever mm. queen's university queen's university bunch of white kids bunch of white kids Having a ball. Privileged white kids decide mm-hmm. to have a party, right? Oh, yeah. What was the theme? What was, what was the theme? Tell me. Tell oh, me good old racism theme. <laughs> right. My favorite theme. What a Queen's great University, party idea, kids. What is this? Ontario. Is, I'm assuming yeah, Queen's, Queen's University is, is in Toronto. Yeah, Queen's in Ontario. So that's not too far away no. from Toronto. It may not have to be like racism back then was violent. But I think racism today isn't violent. It's just... A trendy thing, almost. You know what I mean? How, though? It's like the new form of racism. But it's very mocking. It's bullying. It is. For sure. And I think mocking and bullying is the new lynching. <laughs> Does that make sense? Just a bunch of trolls, these kids. <laughs> no, they, these kids are awful. I think they were... No, they, it doesn't say, but they'd have to be under 25 years old possibly i'm sure there were some over 25 year olds there but were they like dressing up yeah they were dressing up like so typical mexicans yeah, in you, prison garb if you google it you'll see like kids dressed as like asians with the rice hats yeah monks um, with like yeah mexican garb okay so you just google queen's university and then hit news in the google yeah. and then you'll see there used to be a link where you could actually see their faces, and it was clear that there was only white people at this party. I'm sure, like, there was some kind of, like, copyright infringement. The only thing they didn't have was, like, blackface. So it's, <laughs> like, they can wipe their hands clean from that. They didn't go into, like, the black category. Maybe because there were black people there. There was no black people. From the photos I saw, yeah, I didn't from see from the any photos black. you saw. That's true. Maybe they're like, oh, this is so hilarious. I'm going to be Chinese. <laughs> exactly. Maybe Vietnamese. So clearly there weren't any Chinese or Vietnamese there. Yeah, no. Wait, I would hope so. And I hope that person, if they were there, said something. And then he was dressed in like a hoodie and bands. He's like, okay, then I'm a white guy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. Uh, is Burton still a thing? No doubt. Gonna hold a snowboard. I guess I can get a bit racist too because I'm just like, these fucking, like, white Oh, here's their faces. You have to go to the star.com. <laughs> the star. The Toronto Star. And then you see their faces. Good. I'm girls. glad that their faces got exposed. But I'm just like... <gasps> that guy's not white. Why does he think it's okay? It's a joke. That's what I'm saying, right? It's like, if you if you repurpose racism as, like, a trendy, co- comical thing, then it's not racism. They're just like, it's a joke, man. We're just having fun. What? That, no one could accept that as a joke, though. But I think that's the thing, right? It's like, because you're not outright being racist, it's okay to be racist. Because it's a costume party. It's a costume party. Yeah, exactly. She's an Arab. Totally. It's like, oh my god, let's make racism funny. So let's just be super racist. It's like we're being cheeky. Yeah, we're not taking racism seriously. And I'm almost positive that was their spin on it. I just think that that's not cool. You know what I mean? It's not racism a, isn't funny. It's not a joke. Don't act like you never. Wait, <laughs> what kind of joke? Give me an example. I don't know. Okay, like, okay, yeah, fine. 
like as a Chinese person, like I make we make fun of. Well, I am guilty of judgmental towards like mainland Chinese people that that are here, right? Okay, why? Just because. Well, oh, no, that, that it becomes okay. Like we don't have to go into details. But it's just, <laughs> why would they do? <laughs> I don't dig myself deeper, but I'm just saying it is an issue, and I definitely have recognized that I'm guilty of it. I don't know. I just think. Sure, there's stereotypes. Yeah, there's stereotypes. Um, and they come from somewhere. So this is not you. But isn't that racism though? When you're stere- isn't what's the difference between stereotyping and racism? I mean, I think stereotype is where you group people into that stereotype and assume they're all like that. Right. So it's just a characteristic yeah. in that group of people. Okay. But it doesn't mean they're all like that. Right. I think if you assume they all are, like, just say. Muslims are all terrorists, and they're going to bomb the shit out of your town. Yeah, that's, that's a stereotype. Okay, that's but if you're using that against them, that's where it's going to be racism. Give me an example of using it against them. Like, I can't so be I'm not friends be your with friend. you because yeah. you're Muslim. You're Muslim, and I know what you people do. Fucking blow the shit out of me. <laughs> I think that's awful. But... No, it is, because I'm like, I've got friends who are Muslim. Yeah. They're the best people ever. I do, too. They're Ramadan super is so awesome. Like, but they yeah. eat the best. <laughs> stereotype! <laughs> <laughs> So is stereotyping okay then? It's I don't think it's okay, but I think it helps you understand. Yeah, or relate. Relate. Maybe. There's something. There is a common ground somewhere there. Okay. It helps you, but if you're holding on to that as yeah. something, I think that's where it becomes wrong. Yeah, like it's almost like you use it as a way to not associate. Not or... associate, or if you're already like having judgments or prejudgments. Yeah. Um, cause like say Asians are good at math. That Almost, is such a fucking lie. It's such a stereotype, <laughs> but the majority of the Asians I know are good at math. Like they're accountants. <laughs> they're like, uh, the guy I work with, he can do math just like that. I'm already at the calculator, like times point seven. <laughs> he's like three, seven, five, two, seven. <gasps> That's right. <laughs> You know it is mean? true. It's so true. Well, as a Asian, yeah. Chinese Asian, I'm not good at math. I need a calculator. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm not holding against you. I don't expect that from you. So me being bad at math doesn't stop you from wanting to, to associate with me. No. But I have a friend who's good at math, so yeah. I'm going to go to him for that. Like, Filipinos, what's a stereotype for them? They're caregivers, a bunch of nurses hanging out. <laughs> What is a stereotype for Filipino? I think it's that. Also, we're very accommodating people. That's what are those bad stereotypes? Yeah, it is because we'll probably bend over backwards for you. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I feel like that's a good thing. Well, it's like a, it's a positive thing. It's not a negative thing. Or it could be a negative thing if they're compromising. Yeah. Something. Right. I don't know. What is this Filipino stereotype other than nanny, nurse, caregiver, janitor? Because we work at the airport. All the Filipinos are at the airport. We're also at Metrotown Mall. Yeah. We're also at all the hospitals. I, I'm not clear on the Filipino stereotype. <laughs> That's okay, too. I think, okay, well, I guess a stereotype is all Filipinos are related. Or know somebody. I know your mom. Yeah, they really might know your mom. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Back to this story. I just think that, like you were saying, like, Canada is such a young country, but racism still exists. That's why I'm like, is this actually part of, of human nature to be racist? Yeah, that's a tough question. Because I, I... Do you agree or disagree? Well, I agree that racism exists. Yes. I agree that Canada is a young country. Right. I don't think it's ingrained 
so much in us. We as human nature are built to hate yeah. something. Yeah. Or hate something that is not the same. I think with the United States, that is something built into their history. But Canada is a different thing. And I don't know. Because multiculturalism... Canada is a multicultural country, right? I, it really is. It is just like this hub of different cultures. Yes. Yeah. And like seeing a biracial couple, are you just like double take? Like, <laughs> like no, no, that's all we see here. Yeah. Like white guy, Asian girl, yeah. black girl, brown guy, it's white not guy, weird. Asian guy. Yeah, white guy, <laughs> Asian guy. It's not a weird thing. We're not just like, Whoa. no, definitely not. I think to that extent, we are not like that. Like, I don't think Canada's like that at all. But I do think that Canada has its own form of racism. Okay, so also it might be tied with where you are in the country. As you're closer to either the border yeah. or like the coast. water, yeah, yeah, like coast. As you get closer to the middle. Like the prairie? <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. middle Canada, middle yeah, America? Like I'm really talking like Saskatchewan, where the majority is white, white people. For sure. Alberta. It's less these days, but predominantly white especially if you go northern uh i guess you could say that about winnipeg too or manitoba too but yeah we do have a different form of racism and i'm sure we've read about it but it's a discrimination against aboriginals totally which is a really really tough like tough yeah because you know what i don't know enough other than the stereotype yeah it's sickening because they're the the first nations yeah they're the people who lived here before. Totally. It was their land. Right? Yeah, and that was only like a hundred whatever years ago. Yeah. Wait, isn't Canada celebrating a huge milestone this year? Are they? Yeah. Or for uh, 1817 is our confederation. Oh, so it is like 150 years then. See? We're just babies. Yeah, we are. Just a bunch of babies hanging out. It's nice to live in such a young country though. Is it though? We also... Okay, yeah, it is. Okay, going back to our other form of discrimination, yeah. which also falls into neglecting the people who lived here first. Right. This is their line. Yes. We've just, like, taken it away from them, started building shit around them. Yeah. They live on these reserves, which aren't being taken care of. No. Uh, they have been neglected. And recently, especially this year, there was a huge suicide rate, or, like, a spike in suicide rates in those reserve communities especially by young people. Right, I've heard about this. Like, why is that happening? Especially our young people, these young people who live in the cities, who yeah. live here, they get to live all these, like, amazing lives. Totally. And they get to be bitches on fucking Snapchat, and... Our privileged lives. Privileged lives, yeah, for sure. Um, and they don't want to live here anymore. Like, they don't want to be here anymore. Like, what's happening? So maybe it's not discrimination, but more like an abandonment of these people, these tribes these groups of people and like how can we make that better like even the government can't make it like i don't know when you talk about that i'm just saying like i have no idea what i can do to make a change yeah i i don't know why they're these communities these reserves they're in really remote areas totally. my friend matthew he just moved there um to small a small community it's um in a reserve um in bella bella it's about a thousand i think a thousand five hundred people that live up there right um so he's there he's a nurse he's filipino <laughs> filipino he's a nurse and he's out there and i think the huge issue 
is addiction and drug abuse right. in that community, and he'll be working in that community at the hospital. So he's just, like, exposed to it all the time. Yeah, he will be. Like, he just started. It's a very small community. Like, the question they asked him was primarily, like, can you live alone? Are you okay with isolation? How tied are you to a city and city life and all this stuff? It was more like, can you live here and help us? Yeah. Um, so I guess that's what he's he's dealing with but they are in such remote areas totally you know i think i think it's really fucked up that the government or whatever is like well we gave the natives land right like they have their own land yeah, they we gave this to but them. realistically it was their land to begin with we took it from them and then we're like you can have this portion of land in Booneyville. yeah you know yeah I mean? take this part remote access also their living conditions aren't up to date like no one's there to help regulate that no they're not getting like the funding they need yeah and they're like in really cold areas of canada just like the boonieville where people wouldn't go yeah and so what do you think about that it's like they made this choice they have all these like benefits to make their life better like education but they're not taking advantage of it yeah. So it's like they're a bunch of bums who no. don't like jobs. You know I, what I mean? Like then we get that in our heads too. Totally. I think they were given a start on a really faulty foundation. Yeah. So it was like they're set up for failure. I definitely like, I recognize that like, like the First Nations have such a disadvantage compared to like us. So I, I definitely do not want to be racist towards First Nations. I feel like in anything, you should be the least racist to them or like prejudiced to them or anything. They That's, deserve the most yeah. respect. But at the same time, it's That's like- not a reality though no it's like, like the people you see in downtown east yeah Side, exactly like, what are you seeing right exactly and that's what i'm saying it's like it's hard for me to i i constantly have to remind myself right yeah why that is the case yeah they're not just drugs yeah they're fucking just like on drugs yeah feeling shit exactly like living where i live it's like i live so close by there and i oh, see yeah. it all the time right gotcha. so, east Side, for sure i just have to constantly remind myself that do not judge you don't know what they've been through oh totally you know what i mean but I guess, like, that's how stereotypes get created, right? If you don't really have that kind of foresight or... Not foresight, but that's the thing, too. That knowledge. You maybe just, just imagine yourself growing up in that community, yeah. knowing what that stereotype is. It's yeah. like, you're already in that community. That's all you see, too. So Why you growing up, like... Yeah. Naturally, I'm going to be that too. Totally. Like, I couldn't be anyone else or I couldn't be anything else. Yeah. Sure, I'm sure, like, so many other people have, like, strived and, like, overcome that, but there's still the majority who hasn't. Yeah. They're still, like, living in the shadow of For sure. It's tough. I mean, I, yeah. That's our, that's the difference. Like, I don't think we have the huge issues that the U.S. has. I don't think we're going on an Air Canada flight and someone's, like, bitching about non-white people. Right. Yelling and screaming obscenities. Yeah. We're not going to have that. And I, I don't think, actually, I don't even know. Are, like, is our Muslim communities being affected here? I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, ignorant of it, but I haven't seen any issues. I don't see that happening either here. Yeah. The story I work at, I've seen multiple couples where it's, like, a white guy and, like, a Muslim girl. White guy, Indian girl. Most recently, it was, like, white guy, Indian girl. They're going back to India, her, where she's from, to meet the family. No one's, like, weird. They're just, like, I know, he's, like, I know I'm going to be really sweaty, so I need something. And then she's, like, yeah, you're going to be so sweaty. They're worried about sweat, not, like, oh, my dad's going to judge me so hard. Yeah. Yeah. They're worried about, like, sweating through his black clothes. Totally. And I think that when you mentioned that, it just reminds me 
real life. The generations that were born here and raised in Canadian Valley still have parents that weren't born here and were raised True. on different traditions and values. I have a friend who had to hide that she was dating somebody from Nepal for the longest time. You know what I mean? It was a huge okay. secret and the whole reason why she's hiding is because she grew up in a family that had really strict traditions and she was Korean and she had to marry a Korean person. Oh, so it had nothing to do with him being from Nepal. Yeah, but she knew that, like... just had to be someone Korean. Yeah. And I think it's that kind of thing that continues this whole racist kind of dialogue that continues throughout generations. No, true. But it's when you have people like my friend who is breaking that tradition, that's where you're taking a good step, a positive step away from racism. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I think at one point... It could be like a hundred years from now. There totally. may not be a decisive or a race that's defined yeah. by you being from a country. Yeah, totally. If people like us continue to just promote that amongst our own social circles and associate people who are like this, eventually the effect will be that it could just expand further and further outwards and just oh, yeah. change more people, right? It's almost like evolution, right? Eventually those single-minded, ignorant bitches yeah. will... Be obsolete. Obsolete, exactly. Yeah. They'll it's either just, die out or they adapt. It won't happen in a day, but, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. So no, totally. It'll happen. And I think we are getting there. I mean, think about it. Like, 20 years ago, 50 years ago, like, being gay, you could get killed for being gay. Like, fast forward to today, I can get married, and I don't have to worry about getting my ass beat to death. Oh, for sure. That was even, like, 20 years ago. Totally. Shepherd. Yeah, exactly. Like, but look at how far we've come. Honestly, like, even to this day, I still, like, I didn't grow up in the age where being gay was accepted, right? Yeah. I was lucky enough to live into an age where gay is now acceptable but so you've seen it yeah and i've i've been like a victim of like gay harassment so i know how it feels to live in that like yeah. i'm sure i didn't have to the extent that some people had but sure but you still experience yeah. that negativity exactly and fast forward today like i have i would have no problem like walking down the street holding somebody's hand like my boyfriend's head. Yeah. And I see it all the time. And I think that's like such a huge positive step for society, human civilization, to be accepting of that. You know, it'd be scary if for some reason, I know we have a lot of influence from the states. Yeah. Trump's administration right, right. trickles into... Yeah, I'm sure. Western... Yeah, just... It's, pop culture. Or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, We're on the border. Yeah. It's it's hard not to have those things merge sometimes. But that could reverse a lot of things. But I think, like, I was listening to, uh, I think it was, like, Throwing Shade or something like that, and... It could. Yeah. But I think it will. Yeah. It could. It's possible, for sure. But I think, if anything, now is the time, like, for Americans to not abandon the USA. Now is the time to stay. Yeah. And prove yourself. fight, too. Like, she was saying, like, uh, Aaron from Throwing Shade was saying that, like, look at Muslims, you know? You don't see them, like, claiming that they're not Muslim anymore. No, they fucking have to stick it out. You'd yeah. be like, you know what? That's a fucking stereotype and I'm not that stereotype yeah. and I'm going to prove you wrong. You know what I mean? That not all Muslims are terrorists. Yeah. That's what America really needs to do. And I think they're really showing that right now with the protests that are going on and the continued support and the continued Trump bashing that's going on. Now is so important to, to prove that, that Trump can't get away with the shit he's going to do. He probably doesn't even know what the fuck he's doing. He does he's like, what? He probably oh, I totally it. had a bet with Melania that I wouldn't get this. <laughs> I did it. Yeah, exactly. I would exactly. get it. Like, I don't think he even wants to live in the White House right no, I think it's like some it's kinda... too big yeah 
It's not a condo. <laughs> it's not an apartment in New York. Exactly. But I think, if anything, this will be a very interesting time for America. And it's, I think this is their opportunity to really show what America is really about. And I don't think Trump's going to get away with a lot of stuff that he's going to do. Like, I think there's going to be a huge backlash if he tries anything. Well, let's see. The people that he's not introduced, he's invited to be in his cabinet or in his, you know, in his corner. Yeah. Aren't people, they're all just white guys. Yeah. Bunch of white old guys. Yeah, middle American the, conservative. Yeah, very old fashioned yeah. views. So let's see what happens then. He won't get away with it. I just, I just, I think even though Trump won the election, he's gonna be fighting a nonstop battle. Oh, let's see what happens. I'm yeah. sure there's some sort of scandal that's gonna happen. It I'm sure. Mono Lewinsky <laughs> escapade, but yeah. it'll be something where he might be impeached. Like, when he first got elected, I was like, it's fine. Like, even though he's elected, I'm sure he won't be able to get with a lot of stuff he was going to to do or say. Um, oh, he but... took back so much shit after. Oh, he did. It was like, climate change is a joke. And he's like, oh, I see how it's relevant. Yeah. I think that, I think it was really, it really hit me though when I saw that he was looking into or like one of his uh, Trump members was gonna do their best to abolish the whole gay marriage thing yeah. that was going on. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is actually a big deal then if Trump is gonna try and get this stuff passed. That's when I actually got a bit scared. What would it mean for you? Yeah, exactly, what would it right? Mean for your friends or maybe your partner. Totally. And that's where I'm like super grateful that I live where I live. Yeah, reality check. We're not there. <laughs> we have healthcare. We aren't fully there, but we will be there. I sound like racism. I think any kind of hate, and it might be race, it might yeah. be sexual orientation. Yeah, please, everyone. That's for damn sure. Totally. If you're gonna learn anything, it's that. Yeah. Tolerating. <laughs> Are we accepting? I think like racism is a very ginormous topic to cover okay racism is tied to hate right racism is also tied to not understanding being ignorant in the sense where you don't know the person right which also can tie into bullying totally so in the rawest form as a child you're opposed to someone i don't think you're thinking race when you're three years old five years old no. and you're picking on someone i think it's more like survival of the fittest kind yeah, of yeah you're like noticing mentality. something different maybe and the strong prey against the weak so in that aspect sure that it could still exist exist yeah. until you're educated until you know more until yeah. you get to know totally. the weird guy with the braces and the glasses you know what i mean just preaching to the choir you already know this <laughs> you already know it <laughs> yeah uh, it's it's a tough topic to talk about for sure and i think we're more accepting of it and able to empathize with it it's because we're not white okay on top of that you grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood yes correct in a pretty affluent neighborhood suburban suburban yeah. neighborhood yeah you're probably you and colby were probably the only asian kids yeah for a time yeah yeah so, so you you understand that you know what it is to be different you know how it is to be maybe picked on for being different for sure or excluded from a party or a game yeah like i experienced that too it's like me and this fijian kid we were the the colored kids in the class right and then the only other colored kids was his older brother and then me and my sister and my two cousins exactly so we just stuck together we all just stuck together but that's what I'm saying. I think maybe this is racist, but I think that's what white people are lacking. The empathy? Not the empathy, but the understanding. Yeah, I guess the empathy. They don't know what it's like to be the outsider. Yeah. Because they're always the majority. 
And even when they weren't the majority, they're almost like they're born with this, I'm white, therefore. Yeah, that's like something instilled in them from their parents. Who, right. What, who, at that time, when they were growing up, yeah. they were the majority. Totally. But at the same time, like, I'm not saying I hate white people or anything. Like, don't no, get me wrong. I fucking only used to date white people. <laughs> exactly. And I'm kind of like only dating white people too, right? It's, so which is really fucked up. Call. You know what I mean? Ooh. It's just like, what the hell? No, because that's another thing too. What do you see on television? What are you seeing on your Barbie dolls? Yeah. Like, what do you see? It's all white jokes? people. Exactly. So I can't help. Of being... course not. It's not. It's not you. It's yeah. Like, this is what we're being fed. I was raised on it, right? Oh, totally. Say by the bell. There is no Asian person. The geeks were all Asian. <laughs> Pocket protectors. But I like the geeks, so why are they attracted to Asians? You weren't, though. They had, like, weird voices. It was squeaky. Everyone dissed them. Yeah. No one liked the geeks. The, totally. I think it's just, yeah. Everyone liked Zach Morris. And what was Zach Morris? The stud. He was a stud. He looked white, yeah. even though he was part Asian. <laughs> his mom is, like, Malaysian or Indonesian or something. In real life. In real life. His oh, shit. His mom is, like, Indonesian. Who would have thought It sounds like another Google. I had no idea that he was half Asian. His mother is Indonesian That's and Dutch descent well, from Bali. Well, that explains. Because he has that Asian mix in him that makes him so, so charming. Mm-hmm. So yummy. <laughs> so delicious. I love him so much. Anyways, yeah, going back to it, it was like, if you think about TJ... TJF on ABC. Yeah. It was like... Oh, my God. Well, no, there was one black family. Family Yeah, exactly. But there was no merging. It was like... Family Matters was Carl Winslow and his family. Full House is Danny Tanner and his family. Oh, Multicultural, Perfect Strangers, Balky and Larry. What was he? Balky, I think he was from Spain. Oh, really? (laughs) I don't know. I'm guessing right now. Hold on. How do you know that? Um, I knew he had a weird accent. I just didn't know Yeah, what. but he was probably played by a white guy. Oh, for sure, definitely. Act, but... but, you know, even in today's, like, day and age, like, media in general is still dominated by, by white people, right? Oh, totally. By far. I will was not it? argue with that. Uh, Fresh Off the Boat, I guess, is the only one that's, like, a predominantly Asian family. But when but I think you hear about... hear the accents on that one, too? So awful. That's why I can't watch that show. Why do you need an accent? Well, they probably had accents. But the accents they had, like, his parents probably have... They do have accents, but... Um, but they're fake accents. I think there's a lot of shows back then that were racist. Okay, and that's another thing, too. Everyone was kind of, like, kosher to this. Yeah. Like, oh, funny, funny, that's a joke, that's a comedy, we don't take it seriously. Right. Now everything's, like, politically correct. Like Too politically correct. It's too much. Like, some things I can't even say, and, and then, like, the young kids I work with, yeah. they look at me like, don't say that. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. Like, what was it? Oh, one of the kids I worked with, he's Chinese, um, and we were waiting for him to come to the store, and a bunch of other Asians cave in i was like oh there's nia well almost like oh don't say that (laughs) i was like that kid's probably chinese they're probably your best friends or they're probably related (gasps) don't say that it was like "Um, settle down yeah just calm down i really like him do you not see i'm also asian (laughs) i'm not hating therefore i can say (laughs) no you can't say that either that's the wrong thing it's like oh i can say that because my boyfriend's black Right. You can say the N word. It doesn't make non-stop. it Non-stop. Okay. It doesn't like, make it okay. But this is like light joking. J-Lo is Jenny from the block. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. She's from the street. I'm J-Lo. I'm Lopez. <laughs> I poppy. Hey poppy. <laughs> Puerto Rican diva. Exactly. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> I think we just got, went racist there. You know what? We're not racist, though. 
But like the the perception. Like, but I think shit like that. Yeah, I think I think that's like the whole like being too politically correct. I was like, oh shit, we should have said uh, that. Did you say that? <laughs> yeah. Something about Puerto Ricans. <laughs> that's not racist. But then you know, okay, you know how we're being like, oh, that's not racist because we're just joking. Do you think that whole Queens no, University no. party is in the same context? We're not coming from mocking. If I were to put big hoop earrings on, <laughs> right? Put like pillow around my ass, I'd be like, hey, fucking cancel your eyebrows. Yeah, like like, and then I'm at a costume party, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm crossing the line somewhere there, culturally. But that's more of a stereotype than a race thing, right? But then I guess you're using stereotypes to be racist. Yeah, because yeah. now I'm making I'm making fun of it. I'm not celebrating it. Right. I'm just taking, like, everything that's stereotypical about and maybe, like, yeah. awful about them. Yeah. And I made it into a costume. Right. That's true. Good point. I think that's where you're drawing the line. Yeah. Like, making fun of J-Lo in that sense... Um, it's coming from love because I love J-Lo this is not like a a mocking thing I'm not mocking her or making fun of her okay it's hard to say because it's such a sticky thing right because everybody has their own uh, rules or regulations around what racism is and like but I think if it hurts someone's feelings and if it's like offending them or feels attacked I don't think J-Lo would feel attacked if I wore that green dress she wore no but that's not that's not racism it's not racism, but there's a stereotype to J-Lo, maybe Puerto Ricans that fall into that, that they love their body. Okay, I never would have thought that. It could lead into that, if you want to be politically correct. That's like it taking could it fall way in... too far. Okay, yeah. maybe. Maybe maybe I am taking it too far. Maybe because I'm not racist. Maybe I, I like do feed into that. I like your know. Chola costume would be oh, one where people could be like, that's racist. You're, are you saying that all Mexicans are like that? Like, okay, tell me if this is a racist costume then. Okay. Um, In high school, my first year, like in grade 8, the girls in grade 12 were like these hot, some of them were Latino, some of them were like brown and white girls that all hung up and they dress like gangster like cholos i did that <laughs> oh you did racist is that <laughs> i don't know i'm yeah. gonna ask you they wore their baggy jeans their boxes were hanging out they wore their um sports bra with a plaid shirt on top dark ass lipstick yeah hoop earrings right with a fucking eyeliner yeah oh my gosh they're so hot but what did they say they were they're just like gangsters. gangsters yeah see that's what i thought too like i wore a plaid shirt a white beater <laughs> Tied to like a bandana, a blue yeah, bandana yeah, around my head. I brought like a cap gun with me and like baggy pants. They're like, what are you? And I'm like, I'm a gangster. <laughs> See, it would be different if But you I didn't said, tie it to a race. No, I didn't. I just tied it to like gangster. But who are gangsters in the 90s? Is like black people. Yeah. It was dangerous lines. <laughs> right? So black people, yeah. Mexicans. Exactly. Yeah, that was it, right? Black people. That Mexican. was a really good movie. But no one wanted to be Michelle Pfeiffer. No. Teacher. She was <laughs> I'm the English teacher. <laughs> I'm the English teacher. I'm white. <laughs> right? I wear leather jackets. Yeah. I'm relatable. Exactly. I take my kids out for dinner. <laughs> Rayul. <Yeah. laughs> you heard it a whole chicken. <laughs> yeah. Can I get a chicken? A whole one? <laughs> So good. <laughs> um, kids, kids these days will never understand. They'll never understand that, that that movie. Good soundtrack too, though. That was yeah, like one of the, I, my, my brother purchases. brought that soundtrack. Oh, Coleman. Oh, he has good taste. He does. He sure does. And women too. <laughs> Zing. Hit, hit, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Back to the topic of racism. I think yeah, it's it's a long, convoluted topic. Yeah, it really is. It's touchy because. Um, it's hard to say 
boundaries too. Yeah. If you're, if it's satire, if it's a Halloween costume, okay. or if it's like an innocent Halloween costume, you fucking live dangerous <laughs> minds. Or if it is straight up like hatred, racism. Totally. I think something that is hatred um, is more blatant because totally. it's fueled by something else yeah. other than something that's maybe out of awe. <laughs> maybe it's like, oh, they're so cool. Yeah. They're in this alternative English class. It's never a pop <laughs> ESL. <laughs> Ooh, vowels. <laughs> Alphabet. But yeah, you know what I mean. I think we both can agree that in this day and age, even though we've come very far from what racism is, it's more of a beast than we think it is. And I think it's going to take a lot longer to actually like abolish. And we may not ever abolish it. I don't think so It'll either. Just, as we evolve to accept racism, racism will evolve. As the only well. thing I think it's going to abolish when it will be abolished is if we all keep procreating. Yeah, like, totally. Mixed. With different races. Like my friend who's Catholic is married to a Muslim guy. Right. And they've got the most gorgeous He's going to marry, Zane is his name, is going to marry a girl or a guy or be with somebody yeah. who's going to be halfway half it's Indian. Just, it's just like this big mutt of Yeah, races, it's going to be a right? melting pot yeah. of like different... But then we'll probably create new races. Oh right? yeah, it's going to be called Canadiana. Yeah, exactly. Or it's going to be called Dangerous Minds. Right. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, I like it. And it's they really like chicken. <laughs> a whole one? A whole one. <laughs> I think I think we've gone quite a bit into racism. Oh, yeah. I think this I think is a huge topic. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. A few minutes. On <laughs> a, few, it. a few long minutes on it. <laughs> but how about let's let's wrap it up. Okay. As always with our podcast number two. <laughs> podcast number two. As always with our podcast though. Let's end it with a recommendation. Any recommendation that is Vancouver based. Okay. First one that pops to my head is uh, check out Instant Coffee. This is a hub of events that happen in the city and it's primarily local artists local musical events uh gallery opens things like that that are creative check out this website it's uh it's a coffee.org they have their events listed on there and there's mostly gallery open so keep an open mind check it out i'm going to be going to one on friday that's cool in east van I didn't know. And I'm going to keep an open mind about these things. I will definitely have to check out instantcoffee.org. Yeah. Um, Sign up for the mailing list because their website is not really up to date. <laughs> it's not really functioning yeah. very well. Oh, uh, artist for you. But, yeah. <laughs> cool. Mine Sorry. definitely isn't as hip, kind of trendy. I would recommend... Now that it's Christmas. It's well, not that trendy. They've been around for a really long time. I don't think people... Sorry, my bad. Not trendy, but like hip and cool. Uh, okay. they're, yeah, they're, they're It hip, sounds they're hip cool. and cool. Yeah. Compared They've been to what I've for a really long least. time, but then again, that's the support of Vancouver. They're very like underground. I think that's really cool, and I'm gonna have to check that out. So mine is now that it's December first. We're very, very close to Christmas, and all the Christmas festivities are going on. I was recently privy to the Capilano Suspension Bridge. <gasps> yeah. So for those who aren't from Vancouver, Capilano Suspension Bridge is literally a huge suspension bridge, yeah. like over the mountains, up in the north, North End, North End, and they have a Christmas thing going on in the evening where they light up all the Christmas lights and you can walk over the bridge at night. I think it's really cool. And I heard, I'm not sure if it's a rumor or not, but they give you like these little flashlights and if you flash the light over a certain area, Christmas lights will activate. <gasps> cool! So, that I really like want to check that out. Worth and 
I think everybody should check that out if they're in Vancouver because, you know, as commercial as Christmas is, it's still kind of fun to partake in some of the festivities. You know, people don't really call it Christmas anymore. They call it holiday. Or Xmas. <laughs> oh, no, not even Xmas. No. It still sounds like a little bit like oh, yeah. Christmas. Right. Politically correct is happy Gosh, holiday. Everyone is everyone. <laughs> so politically correct. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Christmas. It's fucking Christmas. Okay, cool. And as well, with our podcast, we give one recommendation, one issue that we have with Vancouver. Oh, I thought I aired out my grievances <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast. So why don't you end it with your grievance with Vancouver? Okay. You can repeat it if you want. Oh, yeah. So it ties into Vancouver being snobby. So... I walk really fast. Some people don't walk fast in this city. <laughs> right. And they like to block the entire sidewalk. Yeah. I don't know what they're they're playing Red Rover. Their right. hands are extended. Yeah. So I have to walk around them. Sometimes I walk on the street and yeah. then I cut in front of them. Most of the time these days, someone will say something like, What are you, Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> and then the other day was, Oh, you walk so fast. I uh, you're running you're walking like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> and it was it's white people. <laughs> no offense, you white people, you guys walk slow right now, the people I encounter. But I always have to listen to these stupid comments. You have to hear it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm just walking. I'm walking, I'm out of my business, I got my headphones in. Totally. But now you're yelling at me, yeah. I'm walking down the street, and yeah. you want to say, call me Speedy Gonzalez? <laughs> that could be racist. Yeah, it is racist. I'm not Spanish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, what? You think because I'm all the skin that I'm Spanish? Excuse me? Who did you think you are? You are racist. Walking like there's no tomorrow. Oh, I know there's a tomorrow. I also have a job. Exactly. And I want to get there at a reasonable time. Yes, I'm a nurse. (laughs) Sorry, that was racist. Yes, I'm cleaning the mall this afternoon. No, that's that's awful. So that's the thing. It's like everyone has inserted comments and you're still minding your own business. Totally. I'm in my own space. I didn't touch you. I didn't fucking affect your life right now. But if you, anything, I walked around you. Yeah. So I, you can continue walking slowly. Yeah, and I'm not going to bug you. I'm not huffing and puffing as I pass you either. Yeah, right. That's my beef. Like, mind your business. I didn't even touch you. Totally. I'm not even in your shit. You <laughs> walk so slow. I like that. Yeah. That's a good issue. That is a good issue. So it's like, oh, since we're talking about issues <laughs> and walking, people who smoke and walk, they don't know that they're affecting the people behind them. <laughs> Like, I shouldn't have to feel and inhale your shit. I don't smoke. It's disgusting. (laughs) And now you're infecting my life. But, okay, let's just rewind there. Mm -hmm. Okay? You used to smoke, Mm -hmm. right? So, I'm sure if you used to smoke, you used to walk and smoke. I was never mobile because then it's like, oh, I'm breathing and I'm, like, walking and I'm smoking. So you never walked and smoked? I did maybe sometimes, but it was, like, very rare. So when you walked and smoked, did that ever occur to you that you're affecting everything else? Yeah, yeah, it would affect me. Yeah. So I'd, like, put it down, wait till people pass, and then I'd smoke. See, that's, like, a great human evolution that we've gone so far from, like, smoking that it's actually a faux pas to smoke. It's disgusting. Yeah. You look disgusting. <laughs> like, I know it's affecting your body. Yeah. And you stink when you come back from Totally. It. Like, I know I stink, but I think, like, a couple spritz of this spray, couple antibacterial, whatever. <laughs> Chew on some Excel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one will ever know. It's Product placement. <laughs> we love Excel. I'm, I'm treating it right now. <laughs> I live on XXX address. <laughs> Please send me a lifetime supply. I only want a lifetime supply. <laughs> Cool. Well, those are two very good issues with Vancouver. I agree with them. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I went on a rant. That's okay. You, you tell me. I only have one. 
and it's with the fucking traffic on Burrard Bridge. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah. You know, they're working on that for, like, hours. I know. And that's what... Okay, that's my gripe is, what the fuck is taking you so long to do what you that need to do? That bridge is so old. I know. They started construction back in spring of last year. Yeah. And they're still working on it. Yeah, I live near yeah, that bridge. Yeah, so you know. I know the traffic. So, like, are you agreeing with me or disagreeing with no, me? No, no, no. I'm agreeing. This traffic is crazy it's awful not only is it like backing everything up it's i'm sure the amount of pollution that's causing people that are just sitting there yeah sure it's awful sure don't even get me started that entranceway my my building or my apartment looks down right on pacific right so you see it all pacific is awful so if it's backed up everything yeah exactly and i'm just wondering it's like what the fuck are they doing (laughs) <laughs> to take them that long to do what they need to do. No, it's even like working on it. They're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm yeah. a salad. And I, I feel bad because I do that too when I'm at work. But <laughs> when the amount of chaos that you're causing all around you is yeah. a bit ridiculous. Maybe this is a first world problem thing. But I left work at 5.45. I didn't get home until 6.45. <gasps> it took you an hour to get home <laughs> from there? The traffic was ridiculous. How did you get home? By bus. <gasps> That is ridiculous. And it was literally that bridge that stopped me. You know what? It would have taken you the same amount of time to walk home. Totally. Exactly. To get over that bridge, yeah. one end to the other is 20 minutes. Exactly. I know. And I'm just like... It would have been less because you went 30 minutes from that point to your place. Totally. So, anyways, that's my gripe is... But the traffic. How awful traffic is on that bridge. It's awful. Anyways, maybe it's a first world problem, but that's my issue with Vancouver right now. It's probably a first world problem. Yeah, it is. But whatever. But it could be You're worse. living in it, and it's <laughs> your problem, yeah. and it affects you. It's real. Yeah, that's my issue with Vancouver, and... Okay, I wish we said our gripes first, and then and our... Then <laughs> yeah, because now we're both angry. <laughs> well, okay, well, how about, what are you up to this weekend? Well, I want to go check out that thing, um, that art thing on right, Friday. Right, Instant Coffee. Tuke? Yeah, it's called Tuke. It's uh, on East 8th, I think. Starts at 6.30. That's going to be fun. So maybe you can come. Yeah. I was telling Colin about it. There's different vendors there, so different artists are going to be there showcasing their stuff. Right, cool. And for me, I'm going to watch Fantastic Beasts. <gasps> What's that? It's the new Harry Potter movie. Oh, the prequel or the sequel to Harry Potter, but yeah. I'm excited for that, and that's going to make me forget about all my issues. <laughs> well, you should have to cross over the bridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Breach. <laughs> <laughs> there's your silver lining. Yeah, this, there's always a silver lining. Always. All right, okay. on that note, um, cool. So Cool ranch. Cool ranch. <laughs> on that note, cool ranch. Cool ranch. Until uh, next time. Till next Thanks. time. Thanks. Deuces. Thanks.